Hi, and welcome to Parsha on a Pod. My name is Yechiel Schaffer. I'm the rabbi of the Pikesville Jewish Congregation. This week we start a new book. We have new music. It is Parshas Vayikra, the first Parsha in the book of Vayikra. Vayikra is filled with sacrifices, filled with the service of the temple. So many of these details are foreign to us, yet they create the model of how one is supposed to give a gift to God, how one is supposed to strive to come closer to the Almighty. Vayikra is the first Parsha in the book carrying its name. It has 111 verses in it. Here is Parshat Vayikra in seven parts. Part 1, Vayikra el Moshe, v'yadaber Hashem elav me'ohel mo'ed. Moshe and Aaron are waiting outside the completed Mishkan. And this new book begins by saying Moshe hears God calling to him. He says, tell the Israelites that when they bring a sacrifice from their cattle, if it is a burnt offering, it should be male and free of any blemish. You should lay your hands on the animal's head and it should be slaughtered before God. The Kohanim will bring its blood and sprinkle it on its altar. The burnt offerings will be butchered and placed by the priests in its entirety on top of the fire on the altar. If the offering is from sheep and goats, it shall be also free of blemish. It shall be slaughtered in the Mishkan and the priests will sprinkle its blood on the altar. And after it is butchered, it shall be placed in its entirety on the altar. The Chizkuni chapter 1 verse 12 points out that the butchering of the animal was, was recorded in the process to show that it was indeed part of the sacrificial process, not done just because it was necessary. Even a smaller animal that could fit whole on top of the pillar of fire needed to be butchered, needed to be butchered in front of the person bringing the carbon. And so ends part one. Part two. The Imminha Of Olah Karbanola Hashem. If you bring a bird offering as a sacrifice, the priest shall take it to the altar, pinch off its head, call an act called Malika, and burn it on top of the Mizbeach, on top of the altar. The blood shall be drained down the side of the altar. The bird's crop is removed and placed in a pile of ashes, and the remainder of the bird shall be burnt in its entirety. When a person brings a meal offering, it should be made of choice flour, oil, and frankincense. The priest shall scoop out a handful and shall partake of, shall place the contents of their hand upon the fire of the altar. The leftover flour mixture shall be for the priests themselves to consume. When this flour offering is baked, it shall be made from fine flour with oil mixed in or spread on top if you make wafers. If you bring a sacrifice that is baked in a special, unique kind of pan, you should break it up and pour oil on the broken pieces. Rashi chapter 2 verse 5 points out that the pan noted here is a very shallow pan that was only made and used in the temple. And because it was so shallow, it made its contents 
very brittle, very difficult to consume. And so ends part two. Part three. The Iminchas Marcheshes Karbanecha Soles Bashemente Ase. If you offer a meal offering in a regular pan, a regular frying pan, it should be made of fine flour mixed in oil. It should be brought to the priests who will take it up upon the altar, remove a token portion from the mixture, and place that portion into the fire. That which remains shall be for the priest's consumption. Consumption. No meal offering should be leavened and it should be free from honey. Every meal offering should be seasoned with salt, as is the case with every offering. If you bring a meal offering of first fruits, you shall bring the first grain, you shall create grits and mix it with oil and frankincense. The priest will burn a token portion of this sacrifice and that which will, that which remains shall be consumed by the priest. And so ends part three. Four, the imzevach shlamim karbano. If you bring a peace offering, it shall be brought free from any blemish, and the bringer shall lay their hands on the head of the sacrifice at the entrance of the Mishkan. The priest shall sacrifice it and sprinkle its blood upon the altar. The animals should be butchered, and the various fats, kidneys, and a variety a variety of organs should be removed and burned upon the Mizbeach. If the peace offering is a sheep, it shall be blemish-free, and he shall lean on it at the entrance of the Mishkan, and the priests shall take its blood and sprinkle it on all sides of the altar. The tail, various fats, and organs shall be removed and shall be burned. If the offering is a goat, the same ritual should be utilized. These laws shall apply for all ages. What law? You shall not eat the fats or blood of an animal. The Chizkuni, chapter 3, verse 17, says that, that since the verse states that these, these laws apply for all time, for all generations, the restrictions do not go away when the temple is destroyed. For all time, it is forbidden to, to eat of the blood of an animal. And so ends part 4. Part 5. God said to Moshe, speak to the Israelites and tell them, When someone accidentally sins, the following shall be the procedure to repent. If the priest sinned, he shall bring a bull offering free of any blemish. The bull shall be brought to the entrance of the Mishkan, and the priest should rest his hands on the bull's head. The bull is then slaughtered, and the priest shall take the blood of the bull and bring it inside the Mishkan. The priest dips his finger inside the blood and sprinkles, sprinkles it seven times onto the paroches, the curtain that separates between the holy and the holy of holies. The blood shall also be placed on the corners of the mizbeach katores, the incense altar, and the remaining blood should be poured at the base of the outer altar, the mizbeach ola. Various fats and organs shall be removed and shall be burned on the altar. The rest of the animal shall be brought outside the camp and burned there. If all of Israel erroneously sinned together, if the entire community sinned, they shall bring a bull offering together. 
The elders of the community will lay their hands on the animal and it will be slaughtered. The priests will bring some of the blood into the Mishkan and will sprinkle it seven times before our curtain. And some of the blood shall be placed on the horns of the incense altar and the rest shall be poured out at the base of the outer altar. The fats shall be removed and burned. The boars taken out of the camp and burned outside of the Mikdash. If a community leader accidentally sins, sorry, the Torah says, when a community leader accidentally sins, he shall bring a male goat free of blemish. He shall rest his hands upon the animal, and it shall be slaughtered. The priest shall take its blood and place it on the horns of the outer altar. The rest of the blood is spilled out at the base of the altar. The fats of the animal shall be burned, and the leader shall achieve forgiveness through this process. And so ends part five. Part six. If a person accidentally sins, he shall bring an unblemished female goat and rest his hands on the animal's head. The priest will take the animal's blood and put it on the corners of the altar and pour out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. The fats should be removed and burned. If they bring a sheep, it should be a female sheep, free of any blemish. He should rest his hands on the animal's head and, and the process is to be repeated. When a person sins after having received a warning, or if a person comes into the contact with, with that which is impure, or if a person makes an oath which he does not keep, he should confess and bring a sacrifice, either a female goat or a sheep. If he cannot afford an animal, he should bring two birds, two doves, one for a sin offering and the other for an ola. The priest will remove the bird's head through that process called melika, will sprinkle its blood on the side of the altar, and the second bird will be prepared as a korban ola, as a burnt sacrifice. And so ends part six. Part seven. The imlota sig sorim. If the person cannot afford two birds, if he is that impoverished, he should bring a flower offering, but shall add no oil and no frankincense into it. He shall bring it to the priest who will scoop out a portion of it and burn that portion on the Mizbeach, and this person will be forgiven. God said to Moshe, when a person uses something that is sanctified for his own personal use, he shall bring a perfect ram, which has the value of two shekels, according to Rashi chapter 5, verse 15. He shall make restitution for that which he used and add a fifth of the value of what he pays. Add an extra contribution. The ram shall be brought as a guild offering and the person will be forgiven. If a person accidentally violates a sin with the punishment of Kares, again, see Rashi 5.17, he shall bring a ram for a sacrifice and he will achieve forgiveness. God spoke with Moshe and said, when a person sins against another person through theft, or he finds, a lies, he finds a lost object and he lies about it, or he performs a variety of other interpersonal sins, he shall bring a ram as a sacrifice and he will be forgiven. And so ends the opening Parsha of the book of Vayikra, Parshat Vayikra. Thank you for joining us in this very special opening Parsha of the book of Sefer Vayikra, Parshat Vayikra. Here's a final thought on the Parsha. 
as we begin studying this book together. We will spend, be spending a lot of time focused on karbanot, on sacrifices, and the details of achieving forgiveness through the sacrificial service. While we may think that the sacrificial process is the domain of priests who perform them, the Torah transparently shares that which the priests keep and that which is burned on the altar. There are no details left exclusively to the priests since the Torah openly records the process, thus teaching us that the process for achieving forgiveness through sacrifice is not some mystical, hidden process, but rather is meant to impact the sinner from beginning to end. It is transparent, it is open, there are no tricks, <clears throat> there is no magic. The process is all about impacting the person who brought the karma. My name is Yechiel Schaffer. I'm the rabbi of the Pikesville Jewish Congregation. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to listen. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, hit like, share, give us five-star rating, and enjoy. Share the Torah. Have a wonderful Shabbat, and we'll see you next time.